I give you your first post-combine Browns mock draft live. We talked to David Njoku in the Austin Hooper situations. And is the love affair between the Cleveland Browns and Traylon Burks over? We'll talk about it on the latest Locked on Browns. You are Locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself at Locked On Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. We appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you are following and subscribe to the Locked On Browns podcast. Five star ratings and written reviews, please. And thank you. Uh, we're going to get into some things here today. Um, some tight end news for the Browns. Obviously, we're going to talk about that, cover that a little bit. Get a little bit more in depth of that in the later of the show, uh, plus a couple of you know draft rumors, thoughts I had heard from over the weekend, um, and into yesterday and some early this morning today here on Tuesday, involving your Cleveland Browns and a couple of dra- uh, and a draft prospect uh, that a lot of Cleveland has their eyes on. We are also going to do today the first post combine mock draft live. We are going to use the Pro Football Network simulator. Um, fans look if you don't want to spend any money the pro football network simulator is fantastic um free allows you all the trade options that you would get from some of the other simulators that does cost you some uh, if you're looking for it uh at pfn365 pro football network uh the simulator is actually right in their bio you want to give it a run yourself um david njoku has been franchise tagged um for everything i know and everything i've heard david njoku and the browns are working diligently on extending his contract and making uh, David Njoku's stay in Cleveland a long one, hopefully, a prosperous one, hopefully, as the years go on. Um, But the contract is not finished. Um, The Browns, much as you would do in this situation, you have to protect yourself. Um, You know, even though you're at the one-yard line, whatever it may be, you've got to make sure um, you can't go on, you know, basically a verbal word. Got to get the contract done. So you give yourself some security here by putting the franchise tag on David Njoku. Uh, allows you to finish the contract um, and make sure that every you know both parties are satisfied. David Njoku is satisfied. His camp is satisfied. Of course, the Cleveland Browns are satisfied. Uh, regardless, David Njoku will be here for one more season for the Cleveland Browns. Where does that essentially leave the Austin Hooper situation? Obviously, news came out last night um, and talking about how the Browns are probably going to maybe stick with Austin Hooper. Um, we're going to get to that here in a little bit. We'll get to that closer to the end of the show. I just don't see a way where that's going to work. Um, so my thing there is going to be um, smart people don't make stupid decisions. Um, we'll get to a little bit more on the Austin Hooper situation a little bit later. As I said, we are going to fire up the Pro Football Network Draft Simulator for our first post-combine mock Um for uh, 2022, we'll do a couple of these and we're going to play some different scenarios. And obviously these are going to change each um, you know, with signings, with players not coming back. So um, we're going to play this one here with the inclination of Jadavian Clowney coming back. 
and which would put wide receiver more likely in play at 13. And you're going to see where the importance of Jadavian Clowney coming back, certainly at 13, uh, means a lot to the Browns as we play out this scenario. So seven rounds, fast speed, Cleveland Browns. And we are now firing it up to this point. We are going to you know, go through here. And of course, keep in mind to this point, uh, the Browns have re-signed Jadavian Clowney. So here is what your first 12 picks look like before we get to the Browns at 13. Aiden Hutchinson over one, Kayvon Thibodeau, two, Andrew Booth, three, Kyle Hamilton, Garrett Wilson to the Giants, Evan Neal, Matt Corral, George Garloftis, Kenyon Green, Chris Olave, Akam Ekonwu, and of course, Derek Stingley to the Minnesota Vikings. Now, we look at this here and where the Browns are up. Top players on the board, Charles Cross from Mississippi State, uh, Sauce Gardner, Jamison Williams, Tyler Lindenbaum, Malik Willis. And now you get a little bit further down the line. Jordan Davis, David Ajabo. Uh, you still have Trayvon Walker on the board here. He's on 32 on the big board for the PFN simulator. I doubt that is going to be a realistic. Uh, Trayvon Walker is now going to go top 10 folks make no mistake about that i will go with my guy jameson williams here one overall i do believe the browns are going to be active in the free agent market in the wide receiver position if they can make that happen you can offset the selection of jameson williams um jadavian Clowney remaining in this scenario certainly gives the browns uh ample ample resources uh and avenues to go at 13 we get to pick 44 a bunch of picks have now been off the clock so we are looking here either edge or d tackle we've talked a lot even with your Clowney coming back you still want to add probably maybe two for me two edge rushers in this draft class so looking at the board at 44 cameron thomas from san diego state isaiah spiller running back drake jackson from usc isaiah likely i think he's a player the browns would like i'm not sure the browns would like him here and i'm not ready to go tight end right here um looking at that we go through here so you have your options but there's a player that I think the Browns are probably a really, really great fit with, and that is defensive tackle Travis Jones out of Connecticut. Um, I think there's three defensive tackles in this class that can probably do what the Browns have not had at a defensive tackle in the last few years. Um, certainly <clears throat> Jordan Davis, um, you know, uh, Wyatt out of Georgia. He's not going to qualify. He's almost being 24 years old. But Travis Jones, 324, moves extremely well, strong can take on double teams, can split double teams, really tested well, um, had a great senior ball week. Travis Jones is a unicorn. Um, play Somebody that thought maybe was going to be somebody could be available in the third round, I think those days are long gone. If you want Travis Jones, he's a player you're going to have to get in round two. I believe in Dane Brugler's most recent mock, he put him 28th overall. So for the opportunity to get a player like Travis Jones here at 44 for the Browns, that defensive tackle, that tough physical one can absorb blockers and let the players around him do what they need to do. For me, Travis Jones here at 44 out of Connecticut is an absolute no-brainer. We're going to get one more pick in here before we uh, bring in a little – little advertising business. Here we are, pick 78. Uh, Lasita Smith out of Virginia Tech, offensive line. Kyle Kyle Gordon out of Washington, corner. Leon O'Neal, safety, Texas A&M. Brandon Smith, linebacker, Penn State. George Pickens, can't lie, he's tempting here. Christian Watson. You look at some other players here. You got Kobe Bryant, Logan Hall from Houston. 
Uh, Greg Dolchich. I like Greg Dolchich. I just wish Greg Dolchich was younger, where then he would possibly be somebody that is on the Browns' radar. So looking at what's available here, knowing I want to add another edge rusher, and what makes Logan Hall appealing is he can play on the outside and base. He can play on the inside and nickel and dime. Good player. Didn't test great. But the versatility and the fact that he can play inside and out here um, with Jadavian Clowney coming in, this can give you a defensive line rotation in nickel and dime. That includes Miles Garrett, includes Jadavian Clowney, would include Logan Hall from Houston. So the 78th overall selection from the Houston Cougars, Mr. Logan Hall. This is going to put us up here on the clock with pick 98. Um, just looking at some of the names here, you know, Dolchitz still here. Uh, you have some of the running backs. I don't, I like some of these running backs. Yeah, I love a James Cook out of Georgia. Right now, I don't see until we hear more into Ernest Johnson. Um, there are rumors about Kareem Hunt, which I don't think are going anywhere. If all these players are back, I don't see the Browns being in the market for a running back in this draft cycle. Um, the quarterback talk, sure, that's possible. Uh, I don't believe it personally. Um, I just don't think there's anybody too really appealing here that the Browns think can come in and be something that they truly need at the quarterback position. Uh, so we're nosing around here, and I'm seeing if he's here. There's a safety in this class everybody knows I absolutely love, and I think the Browns will be absolutely in love with them, themselves. He won't be 21 until September 10th, which is the Saturday night before the first Sunday of the NFL action. Good production. Had a ridiculous workout. Was a former track athlete at Dematha Catholic in Maryland. Nick Cross out of Maryland. You bring him in here. This is a team that likes to play three safeties. They like to have versatility within the safety room. If MJ Stewart is not resigned, Nick Cross is a guy that I am all over at the University of, Alabama, uh, University of Maryland. So 98 overall, Nick Cross safety out of Maryland. We're going to pick it up here in two seconds, starting on what would be day three in the fourth round in our first 2020 post-combine draft here on Locked On Browns. Everybody stick around, and we're going to talk a little bit about what is perhaps Calvin Ridley's favorite website. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both the NBA and the NCAA. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and of course, it carries you through the Olympic coverage. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action, bet online where the game starts. Once again, we thank everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen, day in, day out. Appreciate y'all. Make sure wherever you get your podcast, you are following and subscribed to the Locked On Browns podcast. We are going to continue here our first post combine mock draft 2022 using the PFN simula simulator. So far to this point, we have done some damage here at the wide receiver position. We have gotten a fantastic uh, defensive tackle. We have added a solid, solid safety this to this point. So we are going to continue here, see what else we can add in for your Cleveland Browns to this point. First pick, and this will be, I believe, pick number 106 overall. 
we brought in Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, all the talent in the world, um, going to be coming, getting over the ACL injury. Huge player, huge vertical player, big time deep threat, able to take the short ones and go to the house. You're looking for a wide receiver that you could pair with Jamison Williams to maybe be a nice one-two combo down the road. Um, I'm not as high on Sky Moore as some other people are, but what I like what Sky Moore does, I, I would call him safe. He, he runs his route correctly. He runs them uh, with, you know, correct nuance, with uh, correct, you know, with keeping those special sauces. Everybody knows I like to talk about players like Beckham, players like Stefan Diggs, basically making the route their own. Sky Moore is not that type of player. Sky Moore runs the route the way it's supposed to be run. Smart, quick, gets to the point where he is supposed to be always open, always available for his quarterback. It has more yak ability. Than I think giving credit for a little bit more of an athlete than I think being uh, given credit for here. So Sky Moore, pick 106, comes onto this wide receiver room with an Anthony Schwartz, with a Donovan Peoples Jones, with a Jamison Williams. Sky Moore right here, solid, solid selection for the Browns. Now that'll take us up to pick 117. We start driving around the board here. We've added two wide receivers. We have added a defensive tackle. We have added a safety. We're looking to keep going through here. Best players on the board, Brian Osama, linebacker out of Oklahoma. Again, a couple of running backs. Not really sure where the interest would be there for the Browns. Are we starting to talk tight end? Is it too early for that? Um, who knows? Who knows? Looking around, um, JT Woods, safety out of Baylor. Obviously had a big-time combine. Alante Taylor, cornerback out of Tennessee. Again, that's another position. I'm not sure where the Browns are involved at the cornerback position as they're rolling five deep as it is right now. I wanted to add two defensive tackles, and I'm going to do that right here. John Ridgeway out of Arkansas, uh, Pete Smith and I, it seems every year we're talking at least one defensive tackle out of Arkansas, somebody that could fit the bill. John Ridgeway, he's long. He moves well enough. He's a player that he can come in and pair with Travis Jones. He can absorb some blocking, allow Travis Jones to maybe get some one-on-ones with his athletic ability. But make no mistake about it, the Browns need to work on the defensive tackle group. They need to be able to stop the running game. Uh, they, it's, it's been an Achilles heel, regardless of which regime they get into these positions where these games are close and they have not been able to stop the opponent, other team's running game, improving the defensive tackle play with Travis Jones. Now here with John Ridgeway from Arkansas, absolutely no brainer for your Brownies. It's going to take us up into round five selection, 155. looking over the board here. Um, Calvin Austin from Memphis making a slip. I don't think he's going to go this far after the workout he had. So that's got a little bit of a, a little bit of a chuckle. Um, you know, I do believe, um, and we'll get into this a little bit more later, Austin Hooper. I, I don't want to hear what you're going to say. I do believe Austin Hooper's days are numbered. And so I'm looking for another tight end. The Browns just moved on from Andy Janovich. Uh, are the Browns done at the fullback position? Are they going to bring somebody else in? Is this an opportunity for Johnny Stanton? Are they going to look to maybe go an H back, add you know another tight end who can do these things? Harrison Bryan kind of can do it. Uh, I have another guy. I love him. He was the fastest tight end at the combine in his days at Maryland. He was used uh, you know jet sweeps with a tight end, something you don't see very much. Very athletic, very good with the ball in his hands. The effort is there as a blocker. The Browns certainly would like it to improve. Uh, but Chikosium Okonkwo, uh, tight end out of Maryland, impressive athlete, impressive player. Uh, the Browns, with the investment of David Njoku, you're hoping for a third-year jump in Harrison Bryant. And in my opinion, moving on from Austin Hooper. So you bring in the young man from Maryland. 
He'll fit here age-wise, athletically, uh, can do some of the screen stuff that Coach Stefanski likes to do. Hell, a lot more athletic than Austin Hooper. So if I'm calling screen passes for a tight end, I'd rather be this guy, David Njoku or Harrison Bryant, than Austin Hooper. This is going to take us into the sixth round selection for the Browns. This will be pick 192 overall. Thumb it around as to what is available here, what looks best. Um, yeah, running back Hassan Haskins out of Michigan. Thayer Munford, guard at Ohio State. I'm, again, offensive line, I'm not essentially sure where the Browns are looking to go. Um, we're going to flip it over here. We're going to go through a couple other positions here. Uh, we look at the edge rushers. Most of those are drowned up at this point. Um, you know, Amari uh, Barno out of Virginia Tech certainly ran well at the combine. No question about that. So that's an interesting one there as well. Uh, you look at, you know, the peak in on the safety position. Uh, Joshua Williams out of Fayetteville State is there, but we already did draft one. We already have two. Now, cornerback position looks pretty try there. Defensive tackle as well. Um, so, peek to the specialists. Um, Matt Arizia out of San Diego State. Um, can kick off. Has a booming leg. Um, the best punter in this draft. Possibly the best punter in the last few years. He is not going to go in round six. And the simulators had a difficult time as far as, you know, figuring out where and when essentially, you know, the specialists would go. Uh, I'd willing to add this guy. Um, you guys know me. I hate drafting punters and kickers, but if I got to do it, I, I, I would maybe do it as early as possible on day three. I don't know if I'd want to get involved or invested with it anytime before that, but Matt Arizia, punter, kickoff specialist, San Diego state. Plus you get into a dilemma with your kicker. He does uh, have some experience as a place kicker as well. Uh, Matt Arizia, San Diego state coming into the fold here. This sets up the Browns for their last selection, which would be 221 overall. We are going to look at the best available. Joshua Williams, Fayetteville state, uh, Fadakusi out of Rutgers, uh, Javen Haley, wide receiver, coastal Carolina. He's here as well. Just poking through some of the other positional groups. Uh, offensively, we've gotten our tight end. Anybody there? Not really. The wide receiver position kind of dried up. Velvis Jones is there. Interesting name. Center position, not much there. As there's talk, obviously, you'll be moving on from J.C. Treader. Uh, the tackle position, uh, Gene Dallas, uh, Florida. Logan Bruss, Wisconsin. Nothing really moves the needle too much there. Going to peek over one more time, the last time here. Edge position. Not a ton. Again, there. Peek into the linebacker position. Clarence Hicks, Texas San Antonio. Eh, nothing. So, you know, Jermaine Waller, the slowest cornerback at the combine this year. So that's certainly somebody we're not looking at. Um, for me, uh, I, I, I'll look at Joshua Williams, and it's interesting. I'm not sure if I'm essentially sold there. Uh, Pierre Strong out of South Dakota State is a running back that I like. I'm not necessarily sure that Pierre Strong, you know, is somebody that the Browns are going to be interested in. Again, but the running back position is going to be really difficult here. Um, interesting name would be uh, Casey Hayward's brother, Connor Hayward. He could fill that H-back, that tight end role we've been talking about. So that's certainly something probably to maybe, you know, keep your eyes, you know, sort of on in that regard. So he's a player I think the Browns maybe would have some interest in because he can do a lot. You're going to get him to play special teams. So certainly somebody to keep your eye on there as well. Dylan Parham, guard from uh, Memphis, not a bad player. He's got some game to him. Just dubbing through here, seeing who's left, making sure we're not leaving anybody behind. 
But in an interesting one here, I'm going to go with Connor Hayward with uh, Casey's little brother. Uh, H-back has played fullback, has played running back at one time at Michigan State return kicks. Versatility, this is what you're looking for in a seventh-round player. Um, there's a lot of things he can do, gives him a better opportunity to make the roster. So for me, Connor Haywood out of Michigan State to close it up for the Browns here. And this uh, will have your uh, – it's just calculating here. So this is where we are to this point. Um, the draft consisted of Jameson Williams, Travis Jones, Logan Hall, Nick Cross, Sky Moore, John Ridgeway, uh, Oconquo, the tight end out of Maryland, Matt Arizia, Ponser out of San Diego State, Connor Hayward out of Michigan State. So not a bad haul at all. I wanted to go to edge rushers. The situation never really uh, precluded or led up to where I was able to do that in the scenario. We added Jadavian Clowney. So, you know, still some, you know, some work has been done there. And this is one of the things I wanted to talk about with the – it appears – the edge class is top heavy. Uh, you talk a player like Karloftis, obviously Thibodeau, Hutchinson, um, certainly now Walker, all these guys going top 10, possibly. I don't think the Browns are going to have interest in Jermaine Johnson due to age. David Ajabo, I like. I don't know if I like David Ajabo at 13. So this is where the Clowney domino is a big one. If you can get this handled, get Jadavian Clowney in the fold, uh, it makes it a lot easier because your path at edge at 13 may not be as fruitful as you're hoping for it to be because a lot of these guys appear to be slated for the top 10 with no obvious quarterbacks except for maybe Malik Wills. And maybe look at Malik Willis going number two overall to Detroit. That's something to keep your eyes on there. Um, but for if the Browns can get Jadavian Clowney handled, uh, it makes an easier route for them to go wide receiver at 13 and then you know start to fill in the other places on defense which will most likely be reserve roles which outs, you know outside of maybe what you know the selection of Travis Jones. So there it is your first 2022 post combine Mac mock we got some thoughts coming up here certainly on Austin Hooper uh, some thoughts here on the Browns and Traylon Burks all of this continuing to come here as we rock it out for you on your latest Locked on Browns. Everybody knows the good folks at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions as your Odyssey and LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto prices are reliably low and they are for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, towel lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Seeing as we still have a few minutes left here, and as always, we appreciate everybody makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. We're going to get a little bit more to the Austin Hooper situation, uh, slated for over $9 million. Um, for Austin Hooper, uh, I think the Browns, are considering the possibility of trading Austin Hooper. Um, if somebody would be interested in Austin Hooper at that contract or would like to rework said contract with Austin Hooper. Um, 
with the difficulties and the tough decisions they've had. Sheldon Richardson last year, a player that was making more money than they were comfortable with, ultimately had to move on. The situation they're currently with with Jarvis Landry, a player who is making more money than production. Difficult spot to be in. Austin Hooper, you want to factor and equate in the blocking of Austin Hooper? That's fine. Um, But I still don't think Austin Hooper is producing to the point uh, through both assets of his game to the point of $9 million. Um, so with Austin Hooper, I'm not exactly sure which way he, he, it seems which way the Browns are trying to go here. Um, they're not normally one to tip their hand in any way. So it certainly seemed interesting that a report like this did come out. Um, the fact that you were now fully committed to a lot of money to David Najoku, at least for 2022, just on the franchise tag before the actual extension gets finished. Um, the fact that Harrison Bryant is on a nice growth path, uh, headed into year three here, did a lot of work in year two, improving upon his blocking, even though there was missed time for Harrison Bryant, obviously there's a strong draft class. As far as the tight end position is concerned, there are a ton of free agents. Mike Jacecki from the Dolphins just got tagged as well here at the tight end position. Um, granted, none of them are stars um, at the tight end group. Nobody's going to get confused for Kelsey or Mark Andrews. There's no way around it, or even George Kittle. Um, but it is a good, good group. The Browns committed to David Njoku. Um, they can say everything they want about Austin Hooper. I don't see how this works out. Um, you know, this is a team, you know, that needs to find more money for a player like Jadavian Clowney. Um, we'll see where they're at with a player like MJ Stewart. Contract extensions, you know, hanging in the balance for Denzel Ward. Um, the situation, you know, where you're standing with Baker Mayfield. Um, the cap going from, I guess, around 190 to uh, $208 million. Uh, so obviously a lot more flexibility in that regard as far as the cap going up. This will be the first year Nick Chubb is making real money for the Cleveland Browns. But for Austin Hooper, it's he's not the top tight end. Um, there, that David Njoku has passed him. Uh, is he higher on the arc than Harrison Bryant? Yes, due to his blocking ability. I think Harrison Bryant is, uh, you know, overall probably a better receiver or about to become the better receiver. It just it, it just doesn't make any sense what they are doing here as far as trying to say that they're going to keep Austin Hooper into the fold. Uh, one other thing from the weekend, and I've gotten a lot of questions about this, um, wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Um, is uh, Are he and the Browns not necessarily a pairing anymore? I'm not going to say that that is not the case. Um, it was certainly a weird combine for Traylon Burks for a player on tape, looks explosive, uh, looks athletic. Um, and it wasn't just the 40. If you go by the second 40 and you say 4-5 flat, it's not a terrible time for Traylon Burks. Is it less than what we thought it was going to be? Probably. Maybe we did that to ourselves. Certainly a possibility that we did that to ourselves. Um, you know, uh, as Corey Kinnon says, uh, you know, the the back 20. Um, you know, once he's moving, you're not catching Traylon Burks. Um, but at 6'2", 225, it takes a little while to get moving. There's also some talk here that there was a process of Traylon Burks trying to lose weight through his training. Um, maybe he was up to as close to 240. At Arkansas, I don't know necessarily that's true. Again, I'm just passing off information that I've heard. Um, I do think what you saw of him at the Combine, I think his body could be sculpted a little better. I think you could take some of the weight off, uh, make the weight better weight, carry it better. Um, you know, still just a kid, obviously. You know, um, you know, college kids don't always eat the best. 
Um, is it over between Traylon Burks and the Browns? No. Um, does he need to maybe get a little weight off his body and at least jump better at Arkansas's Pro Day? Four or five flat for me. I think that's going to be enough where he's not going to run the 40 again at the Pro Day down in Fayetteville. Um, but I would like to see, you know, an increase there. I mean, you have edges. Um, you know, you have defensive tackles. Some of these guys jumped better than Traylon Burks, and that certainly is going to give you, you know, some pause, some hesitation um, as far as, you know, investing in a Traylon Burks. 13, that might be out the window. But I've said, you know, the Browns may be open for business in trading pick 13. Acquire yourself another asset, um, you know, within maybe the top 50, the top 75 to move down maybe four or five spots. The Eagles have three picks between 14 and 20. Uh, the Saints are there at 18. Who knows what's going on with them? Um, you know, where is everybody going to come up for the second round of quarterbacks? Um, I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't be stunned if Malik Wills goes over overall number two to the Detroit Lions. So keep that one in your hat. The Lions also hold picks 32 and 34. So you can get a lot of bang for your buck if you're the Detroit Lions with selections 32 and 34. So that's something to keep your mind on um, as far as the draft here. But yeah, Traylon Burks, I am not ready to say it's over. I am not ready to call it dead between Traylon Burks and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, has a chance to maybe improve upon those jumps at Pro Day, which I think he is going to need to do. Um, it'll be interesting here, you know, free agency a week away. Um, there's rumors the Browns are going to be players in free agency. Um, the question is, are they throwing their money around willy-nilly? Um, or, or, you know, just, just anybody? Or are there some certain targets? You know, um, Allen Robinson, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some interest there. I don't know necessarily what Allen Robinson wants at this point in his career. Uh, you know, some tough times in Jacksonville. Obviously, his time with the Bears certainly hasn't gone very well as they never had a quarterback for the time he was there. And now that they finally get the quarterback in Justin Fields, it appears that Allen Robinson's time in Chicago is over. Um, but Allen Robinson, and I, uh, for me, a name to keep your eyes on, as far as the Browns and intentions in the free agent market, as far as the wide receiver, we've done our first post combine live mock draft here on the show. Uh, gave you all those selections. I'll put the pictures up when I post the show. Uh, we've gone through, you know, the Austin Hooper situation, David Njoku getting tagged, Traylon Burks and where he may be as far as the Cleveland Browns and whether or not the Cleveland Browns would still have eyes on drafting Traylon Burks wide receiver out of Arkansas. We're going to get through it here the rest of this week here. we got some guests coming on about their combine thoughts. Start to get closer and closer, narrowing down a dra uh, Browns draft board. Uh, start to look for, you know, hopefully some signs of intentions as far as the Browns with their own free agents, Jadavian Clowney, MJ Stewart, the two most important in that regard. Uh, so we got a ton. We'll be here all week. This, uh, for the show itself, Locked on Browns, follow back account. Uh, me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Throw a follow over there. Questions, ideas for the show. Uh, you guys know you're always welcome to give those to me. Uh, appreciate everybody who makes Locked on Browns their first listen day in, day out. Again, whatever platform you use, make sure you follow and subscribe to the Locked on Browns podcast. Five-star ratings, written reviews. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.